0: This is the Blockade Podcast, with your hosts, Chris and Jared.
1: Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to The Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me, as always, all the way halfway across the world uh, in the Southern Hemisphere, Jared Morgan. Hey, Chris. What's been happening this week? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that, eh? Hey? Sometimes <laughs> it does. No, you know what? Actually, we went to uh, Universal Studios Hollywood, me and the fan. Oh, that's not and nothing. That's cool. That's not nothing. And uh, got to go check out the Harry Potter World, which was all kinds of fun. Cool. Um, got to the the boy got a wand that interacts with certain window displays. That if you do the spell properly and wave the wand correctly, then something happens in the window. So that was kind of, kind oh, of interactive cool. and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wicked. It's, it's a different kind of uh, theme park that I'm used to going to. Uh, I typically I go to a place called Magic Mountain. It's got 17 roller coasters or something of that nature or second most roller coasters in the continental u.s that's, um uh, sounds like a perfect place for me to go yeah that's that's <laughs> usually what i go to whereas universal it's almost all virtual well i shouldn't say virtual reality uh, motion simulator rides ah yeah yeah that being cool. said cool. they really do a good job on them <laughs> um you know i was gonna
0: say um I just, you just reminded me about having uh, Magic Mountain 17 roller coasters. We're actually getting one of the VR roller coasters down here at mm-hmm. Movie World mm-hmm. um, on the Gold Coast. So they're putting one in for us. They're going to be converting the um, Arkham Asylum uh, inverted roller coaster okay. to a Gear VR roller coaster. Yeah. So that will be interesting. It opens a couple of months because all they're doing is just refitting everything basically. <laughs> They're not yeah, doing I mean, the roller coaster itself roller coaster. doesn't change.
1: It's just the, no. this VR technology. So I guess, yeah, yeah. you can't call these things VR because there actually is now VR roller coasters. These are motion-simulated roller coasters. That's right. Um, well, these are
0: motion-augmented uh, um, virtual reality. This yeah. is what it is. Motion-augmented. Anyhow, sorry, i totally... Uh, no, 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 no. But all <laughs> these are, <laughs> you know,
1: throw on, the, throw on the 3D glasses, strap in, and then uh, get rocked all over the place. And, uh, you yeah, know, it's... it's the technology from when it used to be Star Tours uh, in Disneyland with a just a small screen in the center of a long capsule and you rocking about, it's just oh, slightly I based. You know, yeah. I remember
0: those. We actually had a, a Batman, uh, like a, it was like a Batman adventure ride, Batman the Ride at Movie World, which yeah. was basically, you know, you walk down, you know, it's all like themed inside, right. and you walk down the little alleys, and there's like a, a big sort of console area. And then they load you into the cars and you just get jostled around basically with a big screen in the front. It's like, meh, whatever. Imagine that now with proper VR goggles instead
1: right. of this. so much better. Yeah. And as of course always is, you know, in these theme parks, since they have you trapped, welcome to the $40 lunch. Yeah, the gouging. So, on the uh, yeah, three right. people eating. Uh, myself and the boy both had uh, just, you know, chicken fingers and fries. The wife had a... Uh, Chicken breast on a waffle with fries, and then your drinks. Yeah, about forty-two bucks. You know, it's a fair uh, deal, right? That's that's a fair bit of money.
0: It, <laughs> it, it's, it's theme park stuff. It's funny. Uh, the last time I went down to to Movie World or Sea World, Sea World in particular, because I think it's more geared to families. But um, like the food was, if you didn't go for like the the crappy fast food from right. all the outlets, and you went to like some of the. They have like some restaurants there as well. You can go to, um, and the food prices were actually okay. Maybe a little bit more than what you would pay normally if you're outside of a theme park, but not like you know tens of dollars more. Like maybe a couple of bucks more.
1: Yeah, it was good. So we did do want tend to make it. they they had a whole uh, Simpsons theme land over oh, there, and yeah. uh, one of the things that they had was Lard Boy Donuts. Oh, now they, I kid you not. Away. Good. <laughs> right. I kid you not when I say that uh, you, you'd only buy one donut, yeah. but that one donut was eight inches in diameter. How big, sorry? Eight. Two. Maybe Two. ten. I don't know. It was huge. It was so like a small
0: pizza, basically.
1: Yeah, it was like, here's a dozen donuts in one. <laughs>
0: wow! And here's a knife and fork and like five plates. Right. Let's start cutting it up. Was it like glazed or was it a
1: cinnamon? And no, it, it, think about your... Classic Homer donut. So it's cake donut with icing on top and sprinkles. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's how cool. Yeah. We didn't buy then, one, but we no. saw them and we just like, wow. <laughs> like, no. Nope. Do you not want one of those? <laughs> yeah. We, we were commenting, too, about how, uh, you know, going to a theme park with a kid is a lot different than when I used to go, you know, as a teen or by myself kind of thing. Mm. Where you knew you ate before you walked into the park. And then you go as long as you possibly can until your stomach's actually killing you. And then you basically buy a churro to hold you over until you leave the park, and then you eat again, right? And that way you yeah. save yourself money. And yeah, yeah, when you have a kid with you, that's like, not an no, option.
0: <laughs> you give me all the foods.
1: Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's... Uh... Uh... Pretty did, rough. Did not see. Uh, well, I didn't see an arcade to begin with, but yeah, I, I was halfway looking to see if there was a Simpsons pinball anywhere in there. And uh, no, didn't. They
0: didn't often see do it. have like machines scattered throughout the park. I know that like uh, Dreamworld, which is another one of the um, the big four down here in um, Australia, um, they do actually. Well, they have had a little arcade um, at one point. I remember going there when I was in high school, and um, they had like a fan of the opera and a couple of other tables there um, a while ago, of course, but you know, they, it was there, but uh, I think they might've actually knocked it down now and put some more attractions there. Cause you know how much you know, space is so yeah. you know, in there. They want to make sure that there's stuff that, you know, big bang for buck.
1: Well, considering that there was a Harry Potter gift store, probably every 20 feet. <laughs> um, I think, I think they they were maximizing their space with that rather than throwing in arcade games. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. It's all about the market. Although, you know, that would be a pretty good place to put it. I would think arcades. Are, Cause I remember the, the arcade was full when I went there, when I was a teenager, like there were people all over the place. Maybe they were just like kicking tires and not actually putting tokens in, but you know, there were great right. people in there. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, Other news that's happened this past week. So you all remember uh, in last podcast, I mentioned that my boy had done a little drawing and it was a a pinball with flippers for arms and a smiley face. And he was saying, this is our new mascot. Yeah. It looked really cool. Yeah. So then I decided to clean it up in uh, Adobe illustrator with my exceedingly limited skills. skills. (laughs) I'm telling you, I can draw a circle Drawing a flipper, it's like, why can I not do this? And and you know it's easy. I know it is. I just don't know what tool to use to make it easy. You know, it's like I can draw a rectangle. Now let me grab some of the corners and just narrow them down. Nope, won't let me. I'm like, I know I've done this before. How do I do it? So uh, anyway, so I then cleaned it up, posted that to uh, to. Well, I posted both his picture and my picture to Twitter, hmm. um, and I commented that the the style that my boy draws us in. My boy is ten. He watches this web show called Battle for Dream Island. It's a mm. little animated web show came out back in the uh, 2012. Hmm. It's a silly piece of entertainment. Uh, it's squarely where probably 10 to 14 year olds live in terms of yep. what they find humorous and everything. Um, me as an adult, there are some little amusing things that I that I liked, but by and large, I was like, guy, the writing on this is just. Crap, you know, <laughs> Crap. <laughs> horrible, horrible. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I tagged the the Twitter. I actually didn't even tag it. I just typed in BFDI. I didn't, uh, I didn't even put a hashtag on it. Yeah. But one of the creators of the show then commented on our Twitter feed and was like, hey, the, I really the, like the, this.
0: That was actually the creator yes. who commented.
1: Yes, that was actually right. the creator. So <laughs> I showed that to my, and and I didn't even know it was the creator. I just showed the tweet where it was like, hey, I really like this. I showed it to my son. It was like, hey, somebody likes oh this. Oh and he goes, well, that's the guy that made the show. And I'm like, what? So, <laughs> oh, geez, so I responded he back and said that my kid was kind of freaking out over this. And uh, uh, I wound up looking at that guy's Twitter feed, and he would posted some comment. Turns out that the reason why it's so well-written for that age group is when they started making this show, the kid himself was 12 years old. <laughs> oh. He's only, right. just, he's only uh, 18 or 19 now. Wow. Yeah. So he was writing it for him, basically. Him and his brother, apparently. There's no
0: better way of getting the audience right if you're writing for right? you.
1: Right. <laughs> um, which explained ample amounts about why the writing was the way it was because it was a 12 year old writing. <laughs> well because I got really my son wound up making me watch all 24 episodes or whatever and Not after the drawing went up no no this is prior to the drawing I, I've actually uh, seen it before this had gone up um, but the way the thing ended I was I was mad I was like what that's what kind of an ending is that that's crap it's nothing that's weak I, I hate this who wrote this and now I understand wrong. it's like oh well Okay, you're forgiven. Good job. Hey, if I was yeah. if I was that age and putting web content on, dude, you're you're yep. way you're miles ahead of where I am. So yep. way to go. Totally. Um, by the time yeah. you're in your twenties, you'll have figured this out and you'll be making millions. Um yep. so, Absolutely. so anyway, <laughs> because that guy commented, somebody else commented, and then a few other people commented they liked it, and then somebody else wound up redrawing it also, and it made my redrawing look like utter crap. <laughs> <laughs> It looked really yeah. good.
0: The redrawing. Yeah, the
1: only oh. the only questionable thing that I have about it is he didn't make it the pinball round. He made it kind of oval, so now it kind of looks like an egg. But eh, you know what? Eh. Uh, whatever. Uh, so if I you go, what well, that's cool. Yeah, if you go to our Twitter page, you'll now notice in the header instead of the drive upside down driveway cheese bumper sticker that's been there for years and years, yeah. there is now a new drawing that is our blockade mascot the pinball with slippers. Um, Very cool. Yes. It, it was pretty, pretty cool. So it was fun getting a response like that. It was, uh, uh, you, something completely unexpected. Just yeah. <laughs> out of the blue. Guess I could
0: see him. I'm just having a look at the Twitter site now. Yeah. yeah. There he is. He's cool.
1: And then oh, of course he. we were thinking immediately, should we put this on a t-shirt? Nah, <laughs>
0: no, no. We'll just keep it as like a nice little thing that someone did for us. And thank you for taking the time. Um, for doing this uh, for us as well, uh, yeah. because it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. We love it when people interact with us like that and, and take time out of their their day to actually do something. Um, exactly. For us, it's great. It's really cool. So thank you.
1: The other bit of news. Uh, so you remember? Also, I'd played in the tournament on TPA that was hosted by Major League Pinball. They were giving away a laptop. Yeah. I, uh, I I was number forty nine, right? Mm-hmm. The person that won the laptop was number forty-eight. <laughs> oh! Now, granted, oh. it was a random throw—the throw—the the cards into a drum. He spun the drum. He did pulled out the drawing. But even still, I was like, dies off by one oh. number. One number. Oh. <laughs> the cool oh. thing was, is the uh, he wound up giving away four or five translights as opposed to just the two that I think he was initially gonna. He just kept on drawing. And uh, the last person to win a TransLite was number one hundred. So it was like, hey, that's pretty cool, you know. Came out of the the, um, top fifty, got it, which is cool. It's good because you know they
0: they didn't have a a Guernsey based exactly laptop. So I reckon people that were in the top fifty probably maybe should have been excluded to an extent or limited because they had a chance at a much bigger prize. You know, Um, one in three gaming laptops wasn't
1: it? One in three? No, it was only one gaming laptop. Ah, no, there wasn't. There was just the one laptop being given away, and then the uh, translates. Yeah, right. Cool. Um, so while he was uh giving giving that away, he kept on asking about doing future tournaments, and uh, one of the things he commented on was apparently he's been in talks with Farsight to completely take over the monthly tournaments. Oh,
0: yeah. Wow, okay. Um, so this format could actually be a thing moving forward.
1: Well, he was start- yeah, and he was starting to ask, hey, did you guys like the five-minute format and a couple of other formats? I threw out a couple of ideas, um, and he was like, okay, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, switch things up and do it differently each month. Um, yeah. He was talking about uh, trying to secure prizes. One of the things he mentioned, though, was talking about doing it being a uh, paid tournament
0: you know, mm, to no pay entry.
1: But the thing that would be, if you paid the entry, you would get all the tables that were in that tournament. Oh, so, okay, and it, I, obviously it would be a lot less than what you would pay for those. However, that's great for new players that don't have any of the, the tables. Obviously, yeah, if and- I have all the tables, then I don't want to pay for an entry. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: That's a good entry it's a good way of encouraging people to get in and sort of get an entry but also get the table so they feel like right
1: free. yeah right but he was also trying to think of it just in terms of so that there could be good prices offered um i'm i i don't like paid pinball entry just because i know that i'm not good enough to uh to hang with the big boys And therefore it's a severe form of gambling to me. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I really don't want to pay this much money just so somebody else can benefit. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) No, exactly. Right. You know, a lot of times it's uh, at work on Fridays, they'll do uh, what they call $5 Fridays. So everybody kicks in $5 and then there's a drawing at the end and whoever the name is drawn, they get the whole bucket of, of money Yep and I used to enter those and then I never won once and then since I just don't even bother cuz why? <laughs> yeah. Never win anything. <laughs> never win anything, you know, and I'm I don't know. If the, if the win ratio was higher then maybe I'd contribute but it's not. It's not. No. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was an interesting uh a bit of something that might be happening in TPA.
0: Yeah, that's um, that is rather interesting news. I like I like the the fact that someone new is taking it over because when somebody does that, of course, there's always new sort of interest and a drive um, to do it rather than just punch them out every month, um, like what's been happening. So yeah, there might be a few different ideas coming in. Um, mm-hmm. And it will be interesting to see if this flows into other platforms as well. Although I know it's only a Steam thing at the moment, there might be a more of a drive to actually do it on other platforms. Who knows? There I think might there be is an Android, an Android tournament director, or you know something like that. But having it in the app is great that they've been able to do that now because it's you know it it would stop the stuff that we are having trouble with. You know, for the the whole two and a bit, two and a bit years that we're yeah. not. Like, yeah. About a year. What? Our tournament of the month um, that we were doing.
1: Uh, we did from- it. We started it uh, in February, not last year, but the year before. Uh, so February of 2015.
0: Yeah, interesting stuff. I like it. Now uh, more, more community involvement is good for this sort of thing. Exactly. Hey,
1: mm-hmm. when we return, Jared's going to uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, some real pinball. That's but right. But before that, a word from our sponsor. So, have uh, have you, our listeners, gone and checked out Loot Crate? Uh, if you have, did you bother purchasing? Did you use try forward slash blockade and then enter the promo code Bridge Ten to get ten percent off your order? If you haven't, what's wrong with you? Get on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I looked over at the Loot Crate site itself, and I uh, just want to clarify some things. The basic monthly Loot Crate is $13.95 a month, and that has over $50 worth of junk in it. The junk talking about is, uh, currently they're talking about having it featuring Rick and Morty, Mega Man, Futurama, and Star Trek Next Generation stuff. Um, but... You don't have to get just the basic loot crate. You can also get a loot anime. That's $24.95 a month with $60 worth of stuff in it. Or you can go loot gaming and then all the uh, Choskis and everything that's in it is all gaming related. There's also loot pets because, hey, why don't you haunt a t-shirt for your dog or a funny cute little hat for your cat? Um, There's also, uh, let's see, the uh, loot gaming is $24.95 a month. Loot pets is $19.99 a month. Uh, then there's Level Up Plus, which is a uh, monthly mystery apparel. And that's only 9 bucks a month. And then there's the, uh, the Big Box, which is Loot Crate DX. It's uh, $44.99 a month. Has over $100 worth of stuff. And obviously the collectibles, apparel, home goods, stuff of that nature is a uh, better quality, you might say. You know, some of the more uh, less mass-produced, you might say. Um, but anyway... If you want to get a mystery fun box sent to you in the mail every month, hop on it. Go to trylootcrate.com forward slash blockade. Enter the promo code bridge 10, get 10% off your first order. Good times. So, Jared, tell me about uh, uh, the conversation that you were having.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, this is funny. Eh? So, I was at the, um, uh, the pinball tournament, the Brisbane Pinball Club tournament. Um, the other week, and I was talking to um, a guy there, one of the the good players called Chris, and um, he said that, oh, yeah, look, I only really ever listen to like, hey, when you guys are talking about, you know, Brisbane pinball. You should do more Brisbane pinball coverage. (laughs) So, okay, mate, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, the the last tournament um, was... Because we like to look after our readers here at the blockade, so... (laughs) (laughs) so the last tournament was um it happened on wasn't that long ago actually it was on uh, july 18 so it was pretty much last week on monday and we have our usual lineup of tables um the tables were black pyramid which is an early belly um solid state magic which is a stern um meteor which is also a stern uh then we have good old south park and Star Wars, Dutter East, and Trident. So there's a fairly
1: large range of old games there. Um, not quite what I'd call the quality collection, but um, you know, that's no, just me. it's not. Well, <laughs> it's, the, the advantage is it
0: usually makes for quick games. Yeah. Um, so you can really bash through the tournament quite quickly. The only thing, the thing that always holds everyone up, of course, is the DMD. So South Park and Star Wars usually there's the weight on those while everyone's blasted through all the early sold states. Um, so I had to miss the previous event because, um, uh, my wife wasn't feeling so well. So I did the right thing and stayed home, um, and helped her out with the kids. But, uh, we'll, we'll call it, the,
1: it, we'll call it the right thing. What we yeah. all know it for is the, uh, not being in the doghouse for the next week. That is <laughs> yeah, That
0: is correct. So, uh, so, um, I'll start with the worst game which for me, which was black pyramid. This was the final game that i played and it was that bad that um i ended up lifting the cabinet like pushing the pinball machine so hard that it lifted off its front legs and slammed back down again and slam tilt yeah it it was a terrible game so the field of players was uh 33 i was 30th (laughs) in that with a mammoth score of 219,050 points (laughs) what a terrible
1: score what is in context is obviously i'm going to guess that most of our listeners based off of that lineup don't have a clue what's a good score and what's not on these tables
0: so our regular good top player peter got seven million nine hundred and ninety five okay so you sucked yeah i really (laughs) terribly sucked but his was there was a big gap between first and second so peter um got uh seven million and um Chris got three million so with a bit of change. So okay. P- Peter's score is nearly eight. So wait, Peter, is this
1: is the guy that you said wins all of them, right? Yeah, he's a okay let's let's, just, yeah, let's throw out his score. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just so concentrate on highest, whoever came in second. So the next <laughs> we'll use the, the baseline. So three
0: three million five hundred and ninety thousand four hundred. All right. So it's um that game is all about getting the bonus count up because it is the key to getting a good score on it. Um, I hate those games. Yeah, basically that game is all about. It's basically shoot the left loop, shoot the right loop. the The left loop's the spinner, and you build up your extra ball on that side. And your right loop is like a stack set of drop targets that you got to shoot through. And then when you shoot through, then you get something. I don't know what it is. That's why I don't get three. <laughs> that's why I don't get three million. So
1: that's, that's why I hate, uh, <laughs> I hate games like Pinbot because. It's not about the score that you did while you have the ball in play. It's all about the bonus count at the end after the ball is drained. And it's, it's like That's right. I hate that. Yeah, I want to see my score active and know that I'm actively doing that, not crossing my fingers for a good and bonus I at the end
0: that you get it. Which is why it's yeah. a challenging game for tournament because you don't know how you're going to go until you get to the end. You just basically have to do your best building right. up your bonus and then right. hope the hell that you trump it. But so that was a bit of a wash that one. But the Magic wasn't bad. So Magic is a um, is a Stern electronics game uh, before Stern got bought out, um, early sold state, and um, it is it's pretty cool. It's a drop target city. Actually, you know that one's not. I'm thinking of Meteor, which is great as well. But Magic is uh, it's got a big sort of uh, pop bumper cluster at the top, and there's a few drop targets and stuff up there. The idea with that game is to shoot the saucer that gives you your bonus count. And you just basically build up your bonus, and you can collect your bonus at any time in the saucer. Uh, that can be very lucrative. And of course, be, these early sold states are all about the spinner, so you just keep on slamming that spinner and building up your score. Um, so it's fun. That one really. Yeah. Well, no, it's fun. It's these older games. Hey, I don't know what it is, but I've had a really good season on them. Like, uh, like that black pyramid score isn't indicative of what I normally do on it. I was just having a terrible, yeah. terrible round on it, but. For Magic, I was number four, Um, so uh, on a score of 405,060 points, um, the top score was Jason Lambert, who's another good player, but not as consistently good as um, uh, Peter, and his score was 810, so pretty much half his score. Um, So that was a good game. Um, Meteor, this one is a bit of a, for a solid state game, it's a bit of a winner, because It's full of drop targets. It's got one, two, three, four banks of drop targets. Um, Three banks of three and one bank of five. Um, And they're controlled drop targets as well. So if you shoot other targets in the play field, they drop for you, um, which is pretty neat. Um, and, And that one, oh yeah, I was sitting at 15th on that particular one. I can often get a lot higher than I did, which was 295,640. Um, but that game just wasn't rolling right for me. Peter again was at the top at 746, but the next score after Peter's was Nathan and he got 682. So it was pretty close to the top score on that. So good job, Nathan. Um, so South Park, um, the highest score on South Park was um, Mitch, uh and he got uh 168, 834 thousand. Um I was down at number seven on that one at one hundred and two thousand 102 million uh, one hundred and two million six hundred and fifty six thousand. So not bad. Um strangely enough, um I'm just looking at the list and Peter wasn't really in the top on that table. He had a bit of a bad bad run, I think.
1: What was it, what was the let me interrupt here again? Uh what was the hmm. top score on South Park? Uh, top score on South Park was
0: 168,834,000. Okay.
1: In our tournament, the top score was 104 million and hmm. the average score was 36 million. Okay. So if that gives you a uh, clue as to what's going on in the orange County pinball league. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. Uh, I think anything over,
0: over a million is pretty good on South Park. Hmm. Um, So that would the the South Park we've got. It's a little bit challenging. You know where Kenny is on South Park, and you've got that sort of a. It's not really a scoop, but it's a big gaping hole where huge gaping hole. (laughs) Well, the operator when he got the pinball machine, someone had done a a a a ghetto a gliffy uh, or cliffy um, Cliffy, protector, and they just put basically chrome metal there, but. What they did is they didn't profile the metal down with the playfield. So it's sitting okay. up what they call proud of the playfield. So it's like a little jump ramp um, at the moment. You know, the ball hits the edge of the metal and it just launches up into Kenny, basically. Okay. Um, so you get a lot of air balls in that area. They just need to take it out, get a Dremel, and file back some of the playfield and get it flush. <laughs> so that adds, a, that adds a different dimension to that game. And um, you know on the toilet, how the ball travels over the toilet lid? Yes. Um, there's usually a bit of foam um, that's on the, the lower edge of the toilet to stop the ball from rolling off the toilet when it goes between, like in the, the gap. And our game is missing that bit of foam. So you'll often find the ball just rolls off and sort of dribbles into the pop bumpers and bumps over the plastics a bit. So you'll sometimes get a ball feed into the pops, which is kind of okay. So, um yeah, it's a, it's a strange game, um, the, the way ours is all configured. But overall, it plays okay. This game was Star Wars Dutter East. And this one's, as if you've played this one before, it's all about, yeah, just get the Death Star. Get Multivore started and then drop the gate so you can go super. And you'll get 100 million points just like that, I think. Um, so it's all about the super jackpot in this game. And I managed to pull it off. I got 133,937,000 um, on that and the top score was um, pretty much double that at 254 million. So someone got super jackpot twice, basically. Wow. Yeah, so a good showing on that game. Um, That's uh, around my normal score on that game. So if I get 133, I'm usually doing pretty well. People seem to have trouble with that game. I don't know why. Um, With most Data East games, it's all about just shoot the ramp, shoot the ramp, shoot the ramp, build up your score enough, and then go for the multi-ball activation, get that. So last one, Trident. Trident, I did two hundred and one thousand five hundred and fifty on, and the top score Who was, means Trident? Uh, it's a Stern Electronics. Most of the ones are Stern Electronics yeah. in this collection, um, and yes, yeah, so at two hundred and one thousand five hundred and fifty, and the top score was three hundred and eighty six hundred and seventy. Um, so I was number eight on that one. So not bad. Um, so the standings mean that even after i don't think it's i think it was just for the season which started like last week i think with those scores i'm number 6 at the moment equal with chris who's a guy who said cover more podcast stuff so chris <laughs> that one's for you mate uh, I, I just
1: i just looked you up on the uh, the the uh, worldwide rankings yeah, I'd, your, your, your current score shows you at 4,570th uh, place. Yes, that's right. But, uh, you know, you've you've got me by a couple of thousand because I'm ranked at 6,869th uh, place. So, Oh,
0: there you go. Totally blessing yeah. you, right?
1: Yeah. Bo and Kieran's better, uh, you know, watch out.
0: We use a system called Match Play um, yeah. to do our tournaments, and that was a link that I just uh, dumped in there. Now, it's quite a nice system. It's all web-based, and Anyone can use their phone uh, to enter scores. So you don't need to install an app or anything. It's all just web-based. And I actually, if you have a look through the listing there, you'll actually see some photos uploaded by me. Be, I was doing Super Selfie League <laughs>
1: while I was Super playing. Selfie League. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's the thing. There's a thing called Super Selfie League where, where you could just go up to a pimple Machine anytime at a nominated venue. And you play your game, and then you take a selfie of yourself with the uh, the dot matrix. Oh, the, the score! Screen. Yeah, right. You, yeah, take right. selfie. So you don't have to be there all on one night. You can do it whenever it fits your schedule. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I was taking selfies. I was the only one uploading selfie photos <laughs> at the event <laughs> because I'm a geek. So yeah,
1: I won't. Uh, I won't go into uh, the other TPA tournament that uh, recently transpired other than to say I did amazingly come in ninth place in the uh, silver bracketing. So I guess I'll be in gold (laughs) next time. Yeah. Um, But uh, what was funny was uh, I was trying to improve my no good gophers score, Mm. which I kept on coming in at maybe, I don't know, anywhere's between 55 and 70 million. And uh, I, I, I just honestly, I don't know. I enjoy the table, but I've never bothered learning how to score on the table. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so there's one of those weird tables where, like I said, it's, it's fun for me to play, but I've never had the interest to actually figure out the inner workings of it. Right. Mm. So I was sitting there struggling. I was like, ah, maybe it's just one of these things where if I can keep the ball alive long enough, I was hoping for a score of 90 million and that would be good enough to, to rank me, you know, somehow. And, uh, so I'm sitting there playing it and I get multi-ball going and I'm so focused and that multi-ball started it. I had, I think 14 million, right? Yep. I'm so focused on the flippers and the four balls bouncing around. I'm not even worrying about the top flipper to try and hit, you know, the the jackpot. I'm just trying to keep balls alive, right? Mm. By the time that multi ball ended, I looked up at the DMD. I had a 167 million. Jeez, <laughs> I don't even know what the heck happened. I'm so I was so confused. I was just That's- like. Sure. How did I do that gigantic jump? I mean, obviously, I must have been hitting some super jackpots. Or well, maybe some if, hole in Because hole in one, Hole-in-ones like, or yeah. something, yeah. Oh, the other thing is I didn't have – I wasn't even wearing my headphones. I had the volume off, so I didn't hear any of the call-outs. Just, just shooting flipping. the things. Right, right. Yeah, right. And so by the time I got done with that game, I'd scored 200 million and wound up taking number one on that table. Well, <laughs> what the hell i don't know what i'm doing and i was like nope i'm out i'm done just, flip,
0: just keep flipping just keep flipping
1: pretty much and so then i was like i need to try that on a uh, uh, theater of magic because that's another one where i just i've never bothered to learn how to get the massive scores that people get um part of it because i just that table is so bouncy mm. and i gotta say no good gophers is really overly bouncy too. It's in need of a good retune. Yeah, you can tell it's one of those first two season tables. Yeah, um, it's really when you flat play
0: it on Android too graphically. It's just
1: yeah well. when you when you play it compared to you know like I've been playing a lot of Indy five hundred and it's just like the, the angles are different, the bounces are different. It just doesn't feel right compared to how they do their tables now. The, the
0: one thing I noticed about No Good Gophers is if you get a soft shot up the um, uh, the left, you know the the, the upper flipper ramp. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you if it goes back down, it will always. It's like it's on rails. It will go nice and softly and feed your upper flipper so you can try again, mm-hmm. yeah. like just without fail. And it should never do that. It would never yeah. do that on the real game. It'll bounce around wildly and probably drain on you. So yeah, yeah that yeah. It's just yeah. It needs some tuning, eh? Um,
1: so do you hear that, uh, uh, Flippy Floppy? Huh? Go put yeah. the notes in. Go tell I'll the boys. Uh, uh mate some flippy. retuning on No Good Gophers.
0: I have a little chat <laughs> to my mate Flippy. going, mate. If you got chance, give that a bit of a tune. I'm pleased that, uh, that normally what they do is if they're doing tables for tournaments, they will actually give them a bit of airtime and give them a bit of tuning and stuff like that before they shove them in. Um, so yeah, he mustn't have had a chance. I know they've been pretty slammed with all the, you know, the, the stern stuff. They've got to be working on a course and everything. Uh, so yeah, I think they're they're running behind with all the tuning stuff at the moment.
1: I mean, it's just it's it's obvious that it needs it. Um, but again, you play any of those those uh, first season tables apart from the the uh, my guy many podcasts ago we had submitted a list uh, to Bobby actually of specific problems with a whole bunch of tables i think yeah. there was eight tables specifically that they addressed um and fixed the glaring problems that are on them yeah. those tables got a got a decent retune but uh it wasn't universal across that entire season or anything else like that no. um that had been the idea with when they were putting in the flipper physics 3.0 that they were going to go table by table and and address things and instead they just kind of did a blanket uh okay everything's got flipper physics 3.0 at least on steam and they didn't bother uh retuning all the tables Mm. um so it's kind of a kind of a shame
0: yeah it's a bit it's definitely a bit like that um i don't think we've seen flipper physics 3.0 on all the tables yet on mobile i think we're still i think it's only
1: steam that has it i don't uh oh i think uh wii u Wound up getting them too, if I'm not mistaken. Makes sense, but, since they were able to just release it on
0: one hit. So yeah,
1: here in the uh, here in the uh, comment gallery, switch uh, switch three flip, as we know him on the uh, forum, says rebuild from the ground up and sells premium table. For no re-build, magic. No rebuild from the ground up and don't charge us more. Just yeah. do what you should have done all along. <laughs> totally. Okay. We we don't need what happened last week with uh with the pinball podcast blaming us for uh for charging or asking for more pricing. Uh, no, go make the game the way it is supposed to be. Don't go and call it, hey, let's charge you again for this. No, you got to do what you should have done all along. And it, you, plainly, you can do it since it's been happening since season three. So it's just a matter of going back to those uh, those first two seasons and retuning all the tables, please. All the things. Yeah, all the uh, things. Was I was playing uh ripley's on my mobile phone because it's a free i guess on mobile you get four free tables a month yeah you do you get the core plus like one extra oh okay so i was playing uh i was playing ripley's and it's interesting that the physics behavior or some of the railroading i should say is different on the mobile than it is on Steam, and what I was used to on PlayStation, uh, um, it, it was doing like not as consistent. Certain bounces and other things were, and then uh, the other thing was that uh, I had a bunch of balls go right through the uh, the scoop, uh, not uh, the scoop, the uh, where the uh, the very target is. Yeah, um, it, it went right through the back of the very target, and there was one other section that I can't, I'm trying to think of where it happened where the ball just. Right through, and I was like, "Whoa, wait a second! That's uh, the mobile." <laughs> yeah, uh, some collision detection's a wee bit off. That being said, playing Theater of Magic on Steam, I can't tell you how many balls I had go right through the back of that uh, the chest. Oh, and really? I'm not registered. I oh. had quite a few that went. Fing! Um, so that one doesn't exactly have the greatest collision detection either. Apparently, <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for the uh, for the beta with massive anticipation for oh, Frank Thomas's big hurt. Man. Oh, I, I'm telling you, I can't wait to get my hands on that. Woof.
0: Apparently, I checked in with um, with the guys about that, and I said, "Right, if this is going to be a thing, then you're going to have to make sure it's fast and brutal as far as that catch as nick goes." And they said, "Yeah, we're making it that way." And I said, "If possible, take the middle, take the." Um, the drain post out of the middle of the flippers if you can get away with it because it will make it a lot more challenging than what it is normally but they're probably gonna have to leave it in because that's how it comes from the factory so they have to make it like the factory
1: but yeah it, in the it, uh, there's there's a thread that's uh titled uh do we really need more got leaves or something of that nature and um <laughs> somebody somebody after the big hurt gotten mentioned. Uh, the next post after that was like, "No, I need my uh, Stargate," and they mentioned one other. And my comment to that was, uh, "Need is a rather strong word. Uh, mm. Tolerate might be better." Yeah. I could tolerate
0: Stargate. It's not a bad game. I yes, like, it the, is. like the big, like the big terrible, the big
1: <laughs> glider thing protruding out of the <laughs> the pyramid. Stargate. Such a completely cramped table, like the yeah. field. I don't know. It, it, it feels like this this narrow slot that you have to shoot with, and the ramps are just they super are. steep. It's They're so like incredibly steep.
0: steep. They like I the don't tallest ramp, the steepest ramps in all of pinball. I reckon those things. Like I
1: ridiculous. just, I just don't know. um I don't know how it would translate to TPA because no. again, that's one of those tables where. It's gonna come off looking odd uh, yeah. if there's no depth of depth of field for the you know how. I'm telling you, when I saw it for the first time, I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" There was, how a was best it's to just shoot like that, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's like a kid slide straight up, you know. <laughs> um... Is it like an escape slide from an aircraft when it deploys?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't need any of these Gottlieb premiere pieces of crap. Just get the EMs in if you're gonna do Gottliebs, okay? Please, just stop. And and all you people that are requesting, you know, oh, but what about servant Savari and cactus jacks? No, stop. They're crap. Okay, yeah. they're, they're, they're okay. they are they're okay for a Gottlieb, kind of modern era Gottlieb, kind of. Yeah,
0: and Maybe. they're one of those tables. Those the Gottlieb tables are ones that you know if you saw and they were in good condition, you put a buck in it, and then you go, oh, that was fun, and then you would never play it again. You know in an arcade like oh that was cool yeah. I, i've got my godly leave fixed now I'll, I'll i'll go and play a nice you know new stern or something like that um you wouldn't really go back to it time and time again um like you would have to in tpa it'd be relegated to nothing
1: well that's uh in a another thread on the forum that is uh so one of the speculation threads i think mm. speculation for table 53 um the you know comments have been being thrown out about it being the season of sports and uh, uh we've got the discussion going on about NBA fast break which is like yes get that discussion because so more people are asking for it or whatever and uh somebody mentioned that you know they guy yeah, they put it on the on their like the last of the heap for uh, williams or bally dmd And i'm like what no, it's way better than... You know, I mean, they had Popeye and Gilligan's Island before. It's like, you're high. Um, but then, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but then they mentioned But then they mentioned um, uh, Roller Games and saying, yeah, yeah, I like Roller Games. But what mm. they said was, but Roller Games isn't ranked as high uh, on the uh, pinball database as all these other tables. And it was like Comet and Road Kings and Swords of Fury and... and That'd uh, be good the fear would be pretty wicked of, of the then. tables swords of fury would be the top pick mm. that i would say but it's still not better than a roller games i'm sorry if if oh. anybody thinks that a space station is better than roller games no sorry no. um fire no that thing is no flow whatsoever it has some of the most annoying soundtrack ever and the artwork is an eyesore mm. uh you know it's it's and, and that was my comment it was like Anybody that thinks Comet is more fun than roller games, don't talk to me. (laughs) Roller games
0: is your The Simpsons pinball party, as far as everyone on Facebook is concerned.
1: You know, it's I think too much stock is put into where these tables rank because I think Twilight Zone, if I'm not mistaken, is number one or number two, you Mm. know, ranked wise. And I barely ever play that thing. I mean, it's again for home. Purchase use? Yes, that might be a different story. It might be fun because it's you know deep and all that, but it's certainly not the most fun table out there. Mm. Uh, if you were in an arcade, and this is kind of my point, if I'm in an arcade and I see roller games, I drop everything, I go and I play roller games for yeah. many quarters worth until I'm finally like, okay, I should probably play something else. Um, yes. I don't do that with any of the other tables that were on that list. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, it's uh, gonna be interesting to see what they pump into season six. I wonder if the
0: the whole sports theme um, uh, season will come to fruition. I hope we'll so. Wait and see. Yeah, I think there's a possibility it will. Eh. The only bummer
1: is uh, is we're not gonna get World Cup soccer because we're gonna get AG soccer instead. AG soccer. I mean, yeah. I, I can't really. I shouldn't say because I've never played it.
0: But I have. It's it's one of those ones that. Um, you walk up to go, oh, yeah, it's cool. Have a game. You go, yeah, that's fun. See ya. Right. And you walk away. It's, it's, as
1: opposed it's, to World Cup soccer where you're like, must put another quarter in. <laughs> totally. So, you, yeah. Yeah. So that would be yeah, the only bummer of that. But no, I really do hope that they, they, that'd be fun to get a whole bunch of these sport themed tables in. Because um, mm. I think they're sorely lacking.
0: Yeah, they are. Sports is one of those ones that I don't really get a lot of, um, excitement about like sports teams games but the, the good ones if they pull them off well there's some good ones out there that you go yeah they're fun to play even though if you don't if you don't follow the sports ball it doesn't really matter because they're still fun games to play
1: i just um, want my game to actually have something you know i don't want it to be like one of the, some of these older uh Bali and Gottlieb machines your ems where it was like let's call this a gambling table. And yet there's really nothing on the table other than, you know, having a couple of pictures of cards on it that has anything to do with playing actual cards, you know, that's the same thing I feel with the sports. Don't just throw sports on there. You know, evil Knievel has very little daredevil on its, Machine. It was just purely slapping evil can evil on it and you know some evil can evil artwork. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I don't want a sports table that's like that. I want to actually have some kind of function, something that it re- does remind me of the actual sport itself. Um, it yeah. should, you know, represent it in some way.
0: There's certainly some your tables that do it better than others. Like you know, uh, Pimble Wiz is in the chat at the moment. He suggested Eightball Deluxe is a candidate for that, and I do agree. It's well themed and it's very it shooting drop targets is very much akin to shooting um, pool balls into holes. Like it's all about aim and it's a great translation. Like it works really well. I think break shot
1: um, from Capcom is another really fun game to play as well. I had a ball on that. I do know somebody pointed this out and I kind of got to agree with them about break shot though. And that is, it is kind of easy and if it's easy in person, you can only imagine how easy it would be in pinball arcade in which case that's then right. it would be just this grind fest that goes on and on and on forever so yeah. uh i will recant my prior recommendations of hey if we get a capcom how about getting break shot no let's just to get a ball deluxe in there
0: <laughs> yeah that's right get a ball deluxe get it done and that'll be good that'll be our pool table uh that's not Cube or wizard because that's I'm terrible <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: The only time I play Cue Ball Wizard is when I'm forced to because it's in a tournament. It's never a table that I choose to play. <laughs>
0: this is a classic example of like theme completely getting munged in translation. So this is a pool-themed table with a, a Western theme.
1: Well, because pool tables are often found in country Western bars. They're found everywhere in any bar. <laughs> yeah, but like- country Western bars, it makes, I get the country theme. It makes a bit of sense. Come on! Yeah. Have you ever seen a? You watch a pool tournament, right? Even you go back to, uh, uh, you know, the hustler or whatever. You got your guys in the cowboy hats. You know, that's who ruled yeah. the pool You know, good old boys. Oh, I guess I'll have to pay it, but it's just it,
0: it loses any sort of meaning if it's outside the U.S.
1: I mean, well, would I you rather it. be a bunch of punkers? That would make no sense.
0: Well, it'd make about as much sense as having wagon wheel modes and crap <laughs> like that on the table. So. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll get in word soon of uh, of what that new the next table after Big Hurt will be. Hopefully, it'll be something good. I I I can only hope. (laughs) 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 It can't be. It cannot
0: be. Imagine if they just did one season of Gottlieb premieres and just totally trolled everyone who bought a season pass and said, Oh, season seven is going to be amazing. You can, that would be mean. Be a, and they'll start you off with like a really top tier title and then the rest of the season is just Gottlieb premiere. Oh, yeah. troll. Well,
1: there's where it is. It's, it's, it's hey, folks, season seven, uh, Simpsons pinball party. Don't you want to buy the entire season? And then, yeah, everything else after that is like, Hey, it's... it's, What is the... Second Safari. (laughs) It's Genesis. And uh, what's that that Top Gun ripoff? And uh, L.A. Heat or whatever. Operation Thunderbolt.
0: That was actually an interesting game to play. It was
1: terrible. No. No interesting.
0: It was interesting for $1. (laughs) And then you walk away from it.
1: $1? I wouldn't even pay that much. I would... When I was in New Orleans looking for pinball machines, and I came across a Gottlieb uh, Gladiator, I think was the name. The only reason why I played it was because it had a whole bunch of free credits on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, that thing f- has the most vigorous shaker motor in any pinball machine. It it's so bad that when it goes the first time, you nearly crap your pants. The shaker motor was it.
1: working when I played it then.
0: Oh, man, it is strong. Mm. The thing with Gottlieb Premieres is while their rules and their layouts are often shoddy, their mechanics are really, really solid. And this thing, if it had coins, we <laughs> the operator that was running it, this is when I was quite young, he got one new in box, and the operator who was running it said, I've got to clear the cash tin every day on that, because not because it gets like a super noise man, It's just that. It's it, the whole thing just rattles and it amplifies all the coins going inside this thing, and it, it's incredible that the racket this thing makes. Um, and it vibrates all the time, like every. It,
1: uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, everybody, we'd like to uh, thank you for listening to the Blockade Podcast once again, our weekly dose of nonsense, where not even we know what the hell we're going to talk about, but somehow we managed to fill an hour worth of it. Um, Join us next week when we talk about... Fill in the blank here. (laughs) 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 And, uh, you know, why don't you hit us up on Twitter? Of course, most importantly, you should be following Blockade or at Blockade, I should say. Uh, Let me try that again. Most importantly, on Twitter, you should be following us at Blockade. That is when you'll find out when we go live with our Blab sessions. Also, uh, anything you do with Pinball, that's where uh, we post first. If you would like to follow Jared, you can do so at Jared Morgs. He likes to post all sorts of things about uh, documentation of programming. (laughs) And and other things as well. Um, But... Well, yeah, primarily documentation cool. about programming. Okay.
0: Because I'm a because I'm a a, a documentarian, yes. uh, I tend yes. to do that. So it's what I do. But some of it actually relates to pinball because I've done the um, pinball arcade um, new UI FAQ, um, which is now up on gitbook.com. So if you search for Jared Morgs on gitbook.com, you can read all about the new UI, which is basically like the old UI but in a FAQ form. <laughs> <The> <laughs> and- The old Android user guide, but I've just made it into FAQs so you can find the information quicker, and uh, it's not really much point me doing anything more on it because the UI is in flux, so I've kind of, like, abandoned it for now.
1: Lastly, you can follow myself at ShutYourTraps. I don't know much of what I talk about other than repost uh, NBA things or whatever, but, uh, you know... For the most part, take it as you will. Take it as you will. Sometimes I'll, yeah, I'm not too witty on there. Um, <laughs> so just follow the Blockade podcast. That's your best bet. Uh, hit us up also via email at blah, blah, at gmail.com. Go to our website, blockadepinball.com. That is where all of our episodes are archived and show notes uh, tell you when to when to find your favorite bit because we know that you're you're rabidly re listening and taking notes. Yes. So let us take the notes for you in the form of timings. Yes. Mm. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) last but not least, uh, why don't you go ahead and check out represent.com forward slash blockade dash shirt and make sure you get your t-shirt. And uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and visit all of our sponsors too. Give them a little, uh, give them a little love, won't you? Yeah. Uh, All righty, that's it for this session. We'll see you all again next week, bye-bye. See you later. WizardAmusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own a table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization.
0: Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't prove unless you tell us how. Now stop listening, place it in ball. It's a trick, basically. Hey, look. Love- We found shaker motors. Let's just make it go
1: off all the time because there's nothing else in this game except ramps. Makes me wonder whose wife was designing that. Oh, did I say that? I'm sorry. Um... (laughs)